0: Hi, crazy. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's on it, crap. It. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Cock! George Kittle
1: in the back of the end zone.
0: So when you're talking about your quarterback, are you talking about the game manager, George?
1: There's no one that manages the game quite like him, isn't there? We can't do any of that work unless he's the guy throwing balls. ball. Today's guests, host of HBO's Real Sports, Brian
0: Gumble, Super Bowl champion and NFL on-prime video analyst,
1: Andrew Whitworth. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. That's
0: right. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We are live here on the Roku channel. We are live here on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more. We say hello to our podcast listeners. Whenever you want to take in these three hours, just make sure you uh, are also aware that that you can check out the Overreaction Monday podcast. Chris Brockman and I recorded that after Monday show. Lots to overreact to. Susie Schuster and Amy Trask with the latest edition of What the Football later on today. Kevin Harlan, Ooh. whose call of last night's Monday night football game on Westwood 1, no doubt, will be front and center for that podcast. That'll be out later on today, all three hours of the show, as well as available for you. And what a great uh, show we have in store. Bryant Gumble is on this program because the – Real sports series, the longest running series in the history of HBO, 29 years and over 300 episodes, finishes up tonight with a 90-minute retrospective. And Bryant Whoa. will be here in less than 20 minutes to talk about that and so much more. Andrew Whitworth is in studio from Prime Video, and his Los mm-hmm. Angeles Rams are 7-7, seven and seven, currently in a playoff position right now as we're entering Christmas week. Three weeks to go. He's in studio hour number two. Albert Breer in hour number three to tell us what is going on with everything in the National Football League that you need to know. We also have Overreaction Monday, the segment here on a Tuesday show. There is lots to check out. And one last thing as you get ready to take in this program, bear with us. It's raining outside. Okay, so it's raining here in Los Angeles, so bear with us. Uh, It's kind of weird um and we don't know people what to do that. no that's not it's not i don't think Thunder. that's completely accurate i think it, i don't think it's Hunter. completely accurate hey, good to see you over there chris how are you,
1: I, I, you know, i'm getting through it i was yeah, a, little, okay. a little stunned this morning
0: okay. knocked
2: me on my back and
0: my
1: heels okay but,
0: you know I, I didn't even get dressed
1: this is just what i slept in
0: mike how are you good to see you mike i indeed. didn't
3: give up and i'm back to pants so i'm good oh hey, <laughs> okay.
0: this just in we shamed him in the pants we shamed him
3: back in the pants what's it's up cj you know, can we spend some of our time with Bryant, maybe talking him out of his decision I, and real You real know sports? What? Because, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, come on, man. This thing's been on for since the dawn of television. Right. I like, cannot we, wait to watch that tonight. I might, we need real sports. I, I'm,
0: I think that may be what we need to do. He can't end real sports, man. I think so it's happening.
3: Incredible stories. The over retrospectives
0: the years. in the can. I mean, I don't know. Favre retired multiple times. That's true. That's true. Brady came back. I know what I'm saying. You don't know. Why not? <laughs> Maybe we'll spend. Don't go. <laughs> please don't go. Said, like like Leonard
3: retired multiple times. We're hanging on to him like Patrick Van Gu-
0: like Van Gundy on Alonzo <laughs> Morning. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, please. <laughs> we're down please on the ground. Don't go. Totally
1: down <laughs> no. with that.
0: Oh, and by the way, uh, James Harden, the beard. Finally. Yeah, How about the Clippers looking great, right? Though, the lady? Knicks coming to the downtown Hoops Dojo? Nobody's talking reasons? about
3: it, but the Clips have won eight in a row. I know and they no, look, talking they about they about look amazing. we we'll talk about it today. Harden we'll was it today. old school, Step back, get a four-point play last night. Kawhi Leonard is just solidifying what i told you every year he is one of the greatest players still to this day well in, nobody's talking about it. well
0: i mean christmas day is coming up we've He's got tri- triple header in the NBA in the nfl and obviously it's a, a big day in the nba but uh, let's start with the monday night game to wrap up week 15 i am a guy that likes the bad news first are you
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Are you, when you say, hey, I got good oh. news and bad news. They always say I've got good news and bad yeah. news. And then what do you want first? I'm always wanting the bad news first. Yeah. Get you it know, out, get out of the way. way. Right. Rip it right and off. Make me feel good at the end. Let's end exactly. this on the positive Right, note. Am I right? I yeah. like happy endings. Okay. So, well, I mean, right, in terms of stories. And stories. But here's the deal. Watch out. Since I'll, I'll, I'll shoot the Philadelphia Eagles fans with the bad news first. Here's the bad news. It's not looking good. At yeah. all, No, I mean, oh, and no. it, the bad news is it looks like the Eagles are a flawed team that won games in lucky style, not plucky style. The 10 wins that they're still sitting on right now with a three game losing streak, their first three game losing streak in um, since 2021. So it's been a while since we've seen this from them. And they look like they were playing with a bug on Monday night. Like Jalen Hurts comes in, he flies in on a private plane. To stay away from his teammates so he doesn't get anybody else sick. But sure, let's just shove him in the middle of a 22-man scrum <laughs> later on melt multiple times. So th- that's for another day. <laughs> that's one way to to win to win the battle is just breathe on people when you're in the brotherly shove. But um, <laughs> he he comes out looking terrific, actually. The Eagles scored on their opening drive, and he—he he was the first play was him running, and it's yeah. just like okay, a little, 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 little rope a dope. He's Please. supposed to be sick, and he's is a nice sick play if you will to start, and then you see Same. the the Eagles, the uh, the Seahawks end zone paint on his right shoulder the rest of the game because he slid into the end zone to start the scoring touchdown. Eagles go on top, and then the defense now that is coordinated by Matt Patricia now looked a little bit more in tune. But just when you thought they should start to separate, they don't. And then you start to think, wait a minute. They made a coordinator change in week 15. You know, we had Nick Sirianni on this program. He said nothing. And nobody knew anything. And Sean Desai, the D.C., he's still the defensive coordinator. He didn't say a word. He was meeting with the crew. Joe and Troy said he met with us and didn't say anything. Total pro about it. But they made a defensive coordinator change in week 15. What does that tell you? That they feel like they've got the guys in the room. It's just a different set of eyes and a different scheme. But then there are just moments where they just don't seem to – find that gear like the Bills did in week 15. Don't seem to find the gear like the Niners can find it right now. They don't seem to have that gear like the Ravens seem to have. And that's a problem when you're trying to defend your conference championship because they don't make the right plays and weird stuff happens in Seattle to begin with. And could you imagine okay, like your quarterback doesn't fly with you. You're wondering if he's healthy enough to play. And you, it, it, see, playing at night in Seattle, you feel like you're in a, a, on a different planet. Weird stuff happens there. And now for your defense, you're hearing a different voice in, in the helmet. And it's a different voice all week. And so you're doing things differently on the fly in a Monday night game in, in Seattle. And Drew Locke starts to drive 98 yards on you to end the game and make plays to win the game. And Seattle comes up with the sticks around and sticks around and sticks around and then hits you with their longest drive of the season with their backup quarterback who didn't know he was starting until the very beginning of the game for him. And they were able to overcome things in a way that the Eagles succumbed. And that's a problem. At least the Niners got their three-game losing streak out of the way in the middle of the season before their bye. This is December. This is December, and you're throwing it up, you know, into double coverage, and you're not even throwing it to A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith. You're throwing it to your third-string wide receiver. Picked off. Quez Watkins. And then you give up the touchdown, and you still have timeouts left. And you're at midfield with 20-some-odd seconds to go with two timeouts to go, and you can definitely set up your field goal kicker who has shown he can boot it from 60 yards before, and you decide to go up top. Picked off again, although I must say, I don't think Love got his second foot down. And I think it was obvious that his... His foot never hit the ground. Yeah,
3: his momentum just kind of carried. I, I, I it was, don't know it how close. the hell that got
0: through replay. Yeah, as stance is called, no, but close. but
3: I thought this toe did
0: get. It, I, initially, I did, but then you could see a replay where it looked like it just it just it looked like it hit. But it's still an incredible play. Oh, that you shouldn't be. Eagles. You shouldn't be. You know, I know you want to throw it to AJ Brown, but be smart about it. You got two timeouts to go, but weird stuff happens like. Jason Kelsey finally getting called for what he said he's been warned about for a long time, which is moving the football up before snapping it for a brotherly shove play that they get called five yards on for a penalty and then run it on third down. It's just weird. They just make weird choices, weird plays, and then your quarterback says this after the game. This is wild. Jalen Hurts, post game stepping to the podium, and saying something that leads you to believe the guys aren't in the room after all.
2: I've been talking about execution all year, um, been on the same page, everyone been on the same page and we didn't execute. Um, I don't think we were, we all we committed enough. You know, it was, it was, you know, just, just got to turn it around, you know, um, you know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace and just continue to see it through.
4: What do you mean by that about being committed to all?
2: Commitment. I don't, don't know nothing that I had a dictionary on me now. Um, excuse me. I don't know um, how else to say that we got to pick ourselves out of this, you know, um, I ain't really too too fond of the um you know, you practice the same habits, you're getting the same results and um we 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 have to um we have to make a like a an like internal change in how we attack things, um how we come to work every day. Um, you know, it starts with the little things, how committed we are to doing what we're doing. And it all starts with me, the quarterback. Wow. Man, note
0: to members of the press, always have a dictionary or thesaurus handy. Okay, you're committed. Because what that is infused with is that means people are not giving it their all or can't buy in because there's something happening. Does Nick Sirianni need to make another coordinator change at this late juncture in December? Is that what he's referring to? Is he referring to people not practicing that hard? I can't imagine he's referring to his offensive line. Is he referring to some of his skilled position players? With all due respect, the offensive line looks pretty skilled. You know what I'm saying? Is it somebody – like, who is he referring to? He does throw himself there at the end because he's always that guy – Looking in the mirror type guy, but what does he mean by that? And is there like a no way out, like mole hunt on for who's that person that's not coming to practice, committed? Who's showing up in the game, not committed? Who's not committed? What's he referring to? Because there's always been something up with Philadelphia all year long. Mm Mm-hmm and there's nobody's putting their finger on it and it's you're always wondering is it something going on behind the scenes and when he says that it kind of lends credence to that theory narrative whatever you want to call it and then to make matters even worse here's the last part of the bad news Philly fans Jerry Jones is happy oh, now that's got to make that's yeah. got to make you, make <laughs> you oh, no. really upset because Dallas is currently back in first place right now because of the Seattle loss
1: what did you think of that Seattle ending last night on Monday Night Football? It was marvelous. I watched every bit of it. I was uh, thought I was about to doze. And then when they made those two exciting plays at the end, I couldn't sleep till four this morning. <laughs> because of the impact that it can have on our year and our season.
0: I mean, the Eagles turned Jerry Jones into uh, Fernando Lama Sr. Marvellous. Just marvellous. Little you Billy Crystal. <laughs> there you go. Very good. I was about to doze. Marvelous. you look marvellous. You
3: look marvellous. Ah! Marvellous. Marvellous. was the last time somebody said doze? Doze. <laughs> I was about to doze. I mean, he woke up Jerry
0: Jones. Hey. Couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't now,
3: sleep at all last night.
0: Now, the good news. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It was so much bad. Here's the good news. <laughs> There's still three games left. Hey. The good news is it's not just three games left. It is the easiest three-game schedule for anybody in the NFL the rest of the way. Believe it or not. That's what I'm seeing. No easy games in the NFL, Rich. I got it. Two games against the Giants. Well, All right. One. And and and, two right and, and Tommy, Tommy Cutlets is involved in some local pizzeria in Brolio about, you seen this about, <laughs> about jacking up his fee on the locals. And you know, no, word is man. he's not happy with the way that he's constantly being asked about, you know, doing social media videos for the team and, you signed you know, during the, the to Sopranos my and whatever. Today, Rich. What, a, dude? I don't want to. All I'm just I saying mean, is, you know, I mean, he just that, wants to play ball, guys. You know, yeah, the headline me. of the Daily News saying, you know, we take paid. the cutlets to go. <laughs> and out. then Arizona comes into their house, and I know Arizona beat Dallas and what have you, yeah, but you Eagles all just... start getting backed up this time of year <laughs> when you're out of it, and I know you're playing for pride for these teams and whatever, but the Eagles. Three more wins. They can. They can. Oof. They can go three wins after these three losses, and if they win out, and if Dallas wins out, I have checked with NFL Research. Philadelphia wins the NFC East. Oh. They still, if you will, control their own destiny, Whack. even with all of that. Even with Jerry Jones feeling marvelous and no no, no dozing now because the the Seahawks came back on the Eagles. It's so marvelous. They've got. <laughs> control of everything and maybe just maybe there are the guys in the room will look in the mirror and basically say we've got this they can be 13 and 4 at the end of the season which by the way I think they would have signed for before the season hey you win the division you're 13 and 4 the one seed I think that bird has flown to use the phrase Mm -hmm. that thing is done You're going to have to pull it together, win three in a row, win two games, and then go to San Francisco and get back to the Super Bowl. At least they now have, I believe, complete clarity on what their path is and what is the task and challenge ahead of them. That's the good news. The good news is you still control your own destiny. You've got two home games against two teams you should beat, although one of them is a division opponent and you never know the other one went to the western side of the state and put the Steelers on the griddle by going in and winning there so you never know but you should win them and you still have the opportunity to win them and figure it out whatever is happening there it's Nick Sirianni's gig to figure it out that's the good news We'll talk about Seattle later on in this program. I can't wait to ask Andrew Whitworth to decipher what the word committed out of Jalen Hurts' mouth meant. He'll be in Studio Hour 2, Albert Breer Hour, hour 3, but can't wait to ch- chat with one of the all-time greats, a GOAT of this industry. His name is Brian Gumbel, and we're all saying farewell to real sports tonight. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. It truly is a gold standard. I mean, gold might even be devaluing the standard that Real Sports has set over its 29 seasons of storytelling. It is the most honored sports journalism program on TV with 37 sports Emmy Awards. And uh, I'm hoping one of those Emmy Awards was for editing because tonight's episode is the series finale. It's a 90 minute retrospective of the 29 seasons of storytelling and the host of that fantastic program, Brian Gumble, here on the rich Eisenhower show. How are you, Brian? I'm fine.
4: Michael. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank, you. Thank you. Life is good. Can't complain. What is going on in your brain when you hear about the series finale of real sports, Brian?
4: Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm past the melancholy stage. Um, um, Hillary came into me, um, about an hour ago and just said, so how are you feeling about tonight? I said, you know what? It's, it's kind of out of my hands. I mean, I did it. Um, it's pretty much left to the editors now. And, and, um, I'm as curious as anyone to see what it looks like.
0: Okay. So it is shot. There is no live element to it tonight. You're, oh, we're no, no, in the camera no. we,
4: we, we finished shooting this one on, I think it was November 21. Okay. We oh. shot it. Um, so, um, it, all that was, all that's left to be done was, was the editing of it and the editing of the pieces that are involved?
0: Okay, so why, Brian? Why? 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 Twenty. I know. Listen, twenty nine years is a heck of a run, but uh, why? Why now? Do you think?
4: Um, I, I, I guess the simplest answer, um, Rich, is that um, I couldn't see myself doing another three years, and uh, as you well know, networks don't do um, one year contracts. Right. Uh, and, and I, I had to ask myself, could I see myself doing this another three years? Would my heart be really in it? And the answer was no. And so that only left me one decision, and that was say goodbye.
0: So um, not even just a one-year deal, was that even discussed for making it around 30 at all? Um, no,
4: it really really wasn't discussed. Um, I, I guess if I'd have been a, a smarter guy, I would have the last time signed it for four years and we have been <laughs> done. <with that>. But <laughs> I've, never, I've never been real good at, at looking ahead. and Math was never my strong suit. So.
0: Okay, so what would you say, what what pieces would you want to see tonight? I mean, if you had your druthers, what what stands out to you over the 29 seasons, if I... Um, I you ahead. know,
4: I, I... Look, I mean... I tend to think of my own pieces first, mm-hmm. um, but but you know we had a lot of great work by a lot of great people, and, and I think what the, what the show tried to do tonight, rather than just say here's a clip of this and here's a clip of that, we broke it down into into themes that that guided our show over the years. Um, themes like um, safety and security. Um, we did a lot of things on health issues, health of athletes. Um, that's one theme. Another theme was the underdog. Um, another theme was characters. Another theme was power and money. Um, those kinds of things. And so we 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 kind of separated out that way. It was very very difficult for us to try to figure out how to fit close to twelve hundred pieces in a ninety minute program.
0: I think accountability too, Brian. That that's that's one word that would leap out to me that your show was absolutely great at and crucial in our sports world for sure. Because there's some char- I mean, I know what you mean by characters. You're probably talking about just like protagonists in a in a, in a piece, or maybe somebody that might be of uh you know, quirky interest or what have you. But there's been some characters, Brian, in there's in been a some, lot of characters that you needed to hold some feet to the fire. Uh is there one that stands out to you that you're you're glad that your show did over the twenty-nine uh, years?
4: I mean, they, they they run the gamut. They run from um uh Heads of countries, um, as was in the case of uh, camel jockeys, to um, pr- misguided prosecutors, as was the case with Marcus Dixon, um, to um, guys who think they can do whatever they want because they're the head of something, as applies to Jerry Colangelo, um, as to it also applies to guys who, who own something and think they can do whatever, um, as Vince McMahon did. Um, so, yeah, um, generally it's true that those who sign the checks and those who wield the authority don't like to be questioned or asked to justify or clarify what they believe in.
0: And then there's just, again, the what your show did over 29 years as well. And I'm, I'll am i just, you know, for, for the audience here, it's personal to me as well, because Susie uh, worked on that show for, for a few years and she still talks about the pieces that she produced, uh, going to Europe or abroad with Frank DeFord to hold Juan Antonio Samaranch's feet to the fire, is something that she's very proud of. And, and I'm, I'm just wondering, do you think there'll be another show like this that has the budget and the ideas and the support to say, go do it, something like that? Brian? I
4: think those are three separate questions, the budget, the ideas, and the support. Um, they get three different answers. I mean, the ideas, yeah. I mean, everybody can come up with the ideas. Um, the budget, it depends. It would, it would have to have, be an outfit that has very deep pockets. Um, the support is another thing altogether. Um, because, as you know, the cross-pollination of, of networks and sports um, is now so ingrained um, that that it's, 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 I think, naive to think that any um, media entity could just say, you know what, I'm going to go wherever this takes me and, you know, be damned with any of the relationships we've got. I'm not sure the front office would take a great view of that.
0: Did you ever get any pushback?
4: Um, I never got any pushback from... Uh, my people at HBO, did I ever get pushed back from the leagues? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a, all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time.
0: What's, which one stands out to you? I know I keep asking the same thing about standing out, but um, it's the 29 years it comes <laughs> to an end tonight, Brian.
4: I don't know. I mean, they, they, they take exception to 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 small things sometimes. You know, I mean, I know, for example, they were not too fond when I when Roger Goodell came aboard and I said, the first thing he should do is make sure he finds out where Tagliabue kept um, Gene Upshaw's leash. Um, they weren't real fond of that one.
0: Well, I mean, and then, but then you, you, you were such a crucial figure in, in the growth of NFL network, Brian, uh, um, the first voice of Thursday night football, which by the way is now on Amazon and Bezos is paying money, you know, like I know. through the nose uh, and you were the first voice. I listened, to you, I listened
4: to you the other, I listened to you the other day too. You did a great job. Thanks Brian. It. Um, Better than I ever did, but um, the, the um, look—I'm glad. I'm glad they can compartmentalize things. Um, I'm glad that they were able to say that I could be um, their their uh, their adversary one day and their supporter another.
0: So, so did I? Did I gather from your answer that the, you don't believe there will be a, a show like Real Sports, period, again because of I
4: don't I the don't business. think so. I don't think so, Rich. And, I, and I'd, I'd say this too as another part of that same answer. Um, The audience has changed. Um, Audiences today are are accustomed to to watching things um, that are that are done, number one, in brief and where the picture changes constantly and where, you know, their interest is sparked and things are moving like this. Um, Long form journalism is 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 rarely seen on television these days. um, And so I'm not necessarily sure there's a public appetite for it. But that's just me.
0: Is there somebody you asked to come on Real Sports and you said, I'll do the piece, we'll feature you, and you couldn't get that person's arm twisted enough to to do it?
4: There are a lot of of them. There are a lot of them. And there are a lot of stories that we couldn't do because they were moving targets. Um, One of the difficult things about being a monthly, as we were, was you had to do things that, um, while they were timely, um, they couldn't be changing from minute to minute or day to day. For example, we couldn't do... Um, the PGA versus Live um, controversy because we'd shoot it and it would be, you know, irrelevant 24 hours later, and so we couldn't do things like that.
0: So, um, do we find out tonight, Brian, what you've scribbled down on that <laughs> yellow legal pad? Do we finally find out tonight? Is this honestly? This is a 29-year edge of my seat question i don't
4: believe that um there, there are better <laughs> please. things please come, come on come
0: uh, on honestly nobody you know can can just scribble down a note and then arch an eyebrow and ask a question quite like you i don't know how your correspondents were able to handle the pressure at that moment but do you uh, honestly yeah I think you're right. no it's the truth man so what? what did you what did you write down on the on this on those pieces of paper what were you writing down what were you scribbling Various
4: things, various things, really. But I'll never say it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello? You'll, I mean, you'll never it, reveal it. Come on, no, I'll never,
4: I'll never reveal it. It's, it's, it, it, it's like, and every correspondent you used to ask, you used to wonder the same thing. You know, what are you going to ask me? And I'd say, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd never tell them. We, you know,
0: it, I like surprises on TV. Okay, what sports television do you watch now, Brian? Do you watch any?
4: I watch live events. Um, I, I watch very little of the, um, of the yelling back and forth. Um, um, I, I enjoy some of it. I don't like a lot of it, but you know, I'm, I'm the old guy in the room. I, I don't expect my taste to prevail in modern television. I mean, I was laughing when you were talking about, you know, Jerry, what was he watching? (laughs) What he might've been wearing as he watched
0: last night's game. I mean, I'm close to Jerry's age, so I kind of get that. Um, <laughs> of dozing uh, off on a Monday night game until the the final that throws.
4: Was me, that was me last night. I actually did doze off. I missed the Metcalf catch. Okay. Um. But then I I was back in time for the Smith and Gigbag catch.
0: Okay. So I well, done. I mean that's by the way, good time, good timing on your part. Um, yeah. It's so so I guess so that those that's your sports television uh, tastes right now. What what about uh, Sunday morning? Football shows, and I'm not asking that because I host one, but I'm asking that because you were one of the first to ever do that on NBC, Brian. So
4: you know what's really bizarre about when I look at the at the at the um, the Sunday morning shows, and and I you know I've told told Hillary this, and she finds it hard to believe. Now they have five, six, seven, eight, ten people doing them. (laughs) I did it alone. I mean, I did it alone. (laughs) You know, it's like it was a one-person job. Now it's a six-person job. I wish they'd have paid me six salaries.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: But, uh, you know, at, at most I did it with one other person from time to time. But, but the show has completely changed now.
0: Look at that photo on the screen right there. Look at you, NFL 80 on NBC Sports.
4: Wow. By that, I was down to a small afro. <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you have the jacket uh, somewhere? Do you still have that jacket? No, I don't have that Look jacket. Look it looked like yeah. a velour jacket right there.
4: Oh, thank God it wasn't. I know, um, <laughs> But back when I first started doing those, I mean, you couldn't see either my hair, my uh, ears, or my neck. So,
0: mm-hmm. Well, now <laughs> it's all in 4K. Uh, so, last one for you, Brian. Are you retiring? Is this it for you in the business?
4: You know, Rich, I, I never say never. Um, but, but I'm happy. I mean, I've spent 52 years in front of a television camera. Um, I think that's enough for any person. Um, if I never look into a television camera again that's okay by me if somebody comes along and says hey here's something that's interesting and 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 that that's certainly the case um, then I might do it but you know this isn't a business where people run around hiring guys that you know over the age of 75 and saying we'd like you to do a show for us
0: I don't know Al come on Al's as great as ever on on Thursday night right now Brian Al, uh, Al's yeah. as good as it as he's ever been. Right now. that's
4: true but he's calling a game people are tuning in for the game
0: okay well yeah. maybe they want to I would want to hear what you've got to say interviews you're as great as they've come in terms of pulling stuff out of people and also making people think which by the way despite everything being taken in you know on devices and as you point out in in short bursts that still has value right
4: yeah it does it does I mean and and, if I, and and one thing I'm really proudest of 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 real sports is that is that we made people, you know, to seal a line from Jim Valvano, often in the same show, we made people laugh, we made people cry, we made people think. And then he said that was a pretty good day. I'd say it's a pretty good show.
0: It's pretty good, 29 years. All right, uh, TJ, do you want to just go ahead? I'll give you the last word with, with Bryant. What, just say to him what you want to say. Go ahead and see what he says. Go ahead. Oh
3: well, Go ahead, TJ. You know, go ahead, TJ. 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 Bryant, as someone who's watched you my entire life and, and kind of looked up to you in the work you've done, I just, I, 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 I don't feel like... This should be the end. Is there? Did you ever give thought to maybe? No, Beckham. You wanted to Beckham. I, I Beck wanted to him. Beg you not to end this show. We need it because very rarely do you have a show like Real Sports that will give you all the emotions. Right? There are times where you know you see a story and it makes you happy, and more times you're not. You're seeing a story and it makes you you're tearing up, and. And yet the thing is, we still look forward to that next tear up session. And it's yeah. just it, it, we don't want to see that. go. go. Did you, do you ever think about maybe remixing it a yeah. little bit, changing it up? Because on, it, Brian. as someone who we're all journalists, we all majored in journalism in this room and storytelling is what we love. It's just I, I hate to see it go, man. I really do.
4: There's a part of me that also hates to see it go. Um, but everything, everything uh, comes to an end at some point. And uh, I've always been a guy who'd rather um, leave the stage a, a year early than a day late. And um, I, I think this is the right time for me. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong.
0: Well, let's, let's keep it in mind. You know, Brady said he was gone True, and then didn't. And then wasn't, you know, uh, but that,
4: now he's stayed gone. Now he's stayed gone. Eh, ish. <laughs> we don't know.
0: We don't know. There's still time. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Brian. Congrats again on the 29-year run. And uh, again, Susie wanted me to tell you in front of everybody that it was the best job she's ever had. And part of the reason why is how great you were to her and the rest of the staff.
4: Brian. That's sweet of her. Um, we, we, were, we were better for having her. We were a better show for having her a part of it. I mean that. Well, Thanks so much, Rich. Look, best of the holidays to you and her and all the family.
0: And right? Same to you and Hillary and the rest of your family, too. You Thank be you. well. Thanks, bro. Thank you Thanks. for everything. That's the great Brian Cumble right here on the Rich Eisen oh, Show. That was great.
3: Cannot wait to goes. watch that tonight.
0: Honestly, Susie looks at everything through the lens of her time at Real Sports, which I'll be straight up with you is very difficult when she's asking me questions. It's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under the withering spotlight. That's a, tonight... Uh, At 10 p.m. Eastern on HBO and available to stream on Max, which you can do right here on Roku. When we come back, speaking of great stories and great people who bring it out, there was one last night with Drew Locke, and we'll hit that and the Seahawks before Andrew Whitworth walks in the door. That's The Rich Eisen Show, everybody. helpful and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. we're back here that was great with brian Gumble, huh awesome that was awesome and and, and, and yeah, that's awesome. what we love about shows like real sports yeah there's some exposés and it's, mm. let's be honest it's 60 minutes of sports right yeah and, totally and mm-hmm. then 60 minutes try to sports version never really was the same anyway mm. but you need um a a a great storyteller to tell it which is why they got people like remember Frank Deford, yeah. may he rest yeah. in peace. and Susie loved that guy. Oh my God, Frank he he would he would walk around in an ascot in a, <laughs> in a, in a double-breasted and a and a double breasted sports coat and classic, you know, man. hold open the door for her, you know, like stuff, old school writers and reporters and serious. And you still need people who understand the moment in time, yep. when a story is right in front of them, to pull it out. And I respect those people so immensely, certainly when you have an interview subject that appears to be willing to share. Yeah. And that happened last night on live TV, which makes it even tougher. Drew Locke took care of business for the Seattle Seahawks. Again, we were so focused at the beginning of the show, and understandably so. The Philadelphia Eagles are are, are the defending NFC champs, having lost three in a row with a quarterback, who could have been the MVP of the Super Bowl, if not the league last year, saying at the end of the three game losing streak that they're intimating that there's some people who aren't committed enough on the team right now. So obviously that's going to get the top story. But the Seahawks, you can make the case they they needed it more last night. Mm-hmm. Okay. They needed it more last night. Because I, I I finished my opening segment about the Eagles to say, hey, look, here's the good news. You're still a team that can win the division. And play not one, but maybe two home games. Being the two seed. And all you got to do is beat the Giants twice. And the Cardinals once. And those are teams that appear to be beatable. Although it's in any given Sunday situation. You know what I'm saying. Seattle lost four in a row. And they were losing track of the rest of the playoff race. That now the Rams are sitting in a playoff spot. And the Rams have already swept them. So they're losing track with the rest of the... Wild card race they needed it and drew lock didn't know he was starting we didn't know i was doing the westwood they one radio broadcast last yes. night the studio number of times i'm like what are we seeing what, what's going on would you know anything they dressed gino yep just to what mess with everybody maybe, i or maybe they, they really thought guessing? maybe they really thought he might start and so so drew lock is one of those guys who's Once upon a time, a starter. Then he got COVID when there was a battle for the quarterback position two summers ago. Geno got the start, became comeback player of the year. It's his team. And Drew Locke got a chance last night. Oh, by the way, Monday night football against the defending NFC champs. Go for it, kid. And then he's in a position on his own eight-yard line, needing to drive the field to make plays, and he made the play. Jackson Smith and Jigba. What a throw, what a catch, what a moment. And then the defense picks off Jalen Hurts again. A guy named Love gets the win for Locke and locks it down for Drew. And that's where Lisa Salters found him. In the rain. You want to talk about that? Like, how about that moment where he was, after the touchdown, he looked up like Andy Dufresne, right, in the rain. That's what it looked like to me. It was really cool. Oh, And, and ESPN was all over it with the shots and Lisa Salters steps up and speaks to Drew Locke. And I just want to say this again. Because the, const- the conversation a few weeks ago was all about, as we know, sideline reporters. And what do you need them for anyway? This is what you need them for. Of the many. Certainly when there's a real pro at the mic and Lisa Salters asked the right questions and let it breathe. And this, I'm playing every last second for it because it's an amazing story that Drew Locke was telling and that Lisa Salters elicited.
1: Amazing won't do it justice. Amazing won't do it justice, but amazing also doesn't do justice with the O-line, what DK did on that catch, what the receivers did, what Ken Walker, Zach Charbonnet did all game long, the tight ends, man. It takes a special group to rally around a guy that, you know, has come into his second game of the year, right? Used to the same thing all year long, same cadence, same spin of the ball, everything, a team like that, not just the offense, the defense to rally around. Me and I, man, that was that was amazing. I see some, I hear some emotion in your voice. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, I'm just blessed. I'm just blessed. Blessed with a great group of guys, a great city, great coaching staff. It's just, it's it's awesome. It's a wow. Drew, when did you even know you were going to be playing tonight? Oh, there's a long story going into that one. But I kept the mentality that I was going to play. Regardless of what was going on, how people were looking and whatnot, I was just like, you know what, you're going to go out there and play, so just be ready to play found out when we got here that I was going to get the nod and roll the dice, baby. Let's go. Take us back to the touchdown pass
3: to to Jackson. Just what was the play call? Take me through.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll remember that play call for the rest of my life. But um, we're breaking the huddle. I knew Jax had the one-on-one. Good reminder from Shane in the headset. I said, hey, Jax, you're one-on-one. I'm throwing you this pill. Sure enough. Gave us a one-on-one look. Corner was soft. Jax hit him with some speed. Back pylon, back box throw, came down with it. Again, Drew, we can see the emotion on your face, we can hear it in your voice. Can you can you just describe what you're feeling in your heart right now? Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard to describe the feeling of you know not playing for so long. Or at least what a really long time to me. And then you sit there, you watch games, you wonder, can I do this still? I haven't been out there on the field. That's the human nature of it. You get back out there last week, I'm like, you know what? I'm the man, so I can go do this. And then you got another test this week where I didn't know if I was going to play or not. Sure enough, I ended up playing. We're playing the Eagles tonight, and the, the boys around me rallied tonight. And it just, gosh, it feels so good. It feels so good. I'm so proud of everybody tonight.
0: Wow, right? Wow. That's really good. It was great. It was For great. Drew Locke, just to share That's that. Really... I'm throwing you the pill, but the boys rallied around me, and I'm I'm still the man, right? I'm. You questioning me? It just shows, It's such a human game. Yeah. Sports is such a human moment sometimes. And, and for him to share his fragility and his...
4: Yeah, the self-doubt,
3: the confidence. Right. Yeah, all of it.
0: It really was beautiful, and, and it makes you want to root for him. And then you, you know, sometimes the best question is not a question, just to have a human reaction. I can, I can see you're emotional which is a way to make him feel comfortable about being more emotional. Lisa Salters just showed you again why she's the reigning Emmy Award winner for, for sideline reporting. It was so well done. And then you see what he's talking about with his teammates rallying around him, that he's given, like, what, heart signs to Gino, who's making it back to him? Like is that what they were doing? They're making some sort of sign to yeah, each other. I don't other? know what exactly it was. And but yeah, it, they, these guys obviously have a bond. And here's the yeah. thing, you know, this is Pete Carroll's special sauce. The signs are all there. I'm sure Susie's going to talk about it on what the football later on today because she covered Pete at USC. The signs are there on the wall. Always compete. He says it all the time. He wants everybody to compete against one another because you will then compete your hardest against your actual opponent but you'll also stay ready for the moment and nobody takes it personally that you're competing for someone else's job and if they do they're out you're not a Seahawk or you're not a Trojan from back in the day you're out don't take it personally because at some point we're going to need you. How many times do you see, you know, after a game, a Seattle Seahawk is significantly hurt, and Pete goes, yeah, I mean," and he talks it about matter-of-factly. And you're, but your fans are like, "But Pete, we just lost our player X, player Y," because he just knows the next man up is ready for the moment because he has prepared that person, and that person is competing, and nobody on the team takes it personally. So Drew Locke is clearly competing against Gino. He was two summers ago. And lost out at the time because he got COVID and couldn't compete. And obviously, Gino, you have to go with the guy who's ready to go. And then Gino took made the most of it. And now here's Drew Locke in a moment, winning, essentially saving the season with the longest drive of the season for Seattle. 92 yards. And now he's gonna wind up what? Handing it back to Gino? Probably so. And he's done his job. He competed. And Gino's not sitting there going, "Damn, is my job in jeopardy?" No, he's he's telling him he loves him from the sideline. I get goosebumps thinking about it. That's Pete Carroll's special sauce, along with being what? What did uh, Jim Brockmeyer call him yeah, back in the yeah, day? He's America's oh, uh, oldest, oldest teenager, oldest teenager like beard. Dick Clark. Yeah. Now that Dick Clark, is now has that has Dick gone Clark out. is no right. longer with us. Uh, yeah. Honestly, he's you know he's jumping around. He's he was park. wearing his hat backwards in the yeah, post last night.
1: <laughs> But like, what, what that's not an
0: act. That's nope. literally this. That's, it, it. that's a guy who took his shirt off with DK Metcalf walking yeah, he in He rides room. around on a scooter. It's <laughs> his special you know, sauce. That's,
1: that's
0: be- and even when you're in a four-game losing streak, there, right there, Rick Dalton shift, boom. That's what happens. Always compete. They don't take it personally. They root for one another because the moment's going to hit. And Drew Locke kind of it poured out of him. And well done by Lisa Salters. That was awesome, all around. And kudos to ESPN for letting it go. Not like we yeah. got to go to Sports Center. We got to go break. Long... That was like a two and a half minute conversation. Yeah, yeah. that was a, that was like practically a sit down interview. Yeah, in the rain. It was pouring. All of it. <laughs> and it all pouring. of it. I'm here for all of it. Great sports TV. Great sports moment. And Seattle season still alive. Yep. Andrew Whitworth coming up. That was great. So, big wits coming out.
2: Big wit. Whoa.
0: Let me tell you something.
2: About how big he is? Well, I mean, if he's big. Oh, guy, yeah.
0: If I won the Walter Pate Man of the
3: Year Award. you walk around with that trophy everywhere? No. Oh. Can't do that. That's I mean, that's gaudy. Okay.
0: I put the patch on
3: everything. <laughs> Just everything. Everything.
0: Look at the guy to your left. He's wearing, I it, mean, he's I'm marked up.
3: What, what are you wearing? What is your hat?
0: Yeah, what's the hat? Super is that Bowl a Super Bowl hat? 50? 50. 50. 50. I like this. I
3: have like three or four of these. I This is my favorite
0: hat. That hat's an eight-year-old like, hat. An eight-year-old, an eight-year-old, eight-year-old, eight-year-old hat.
3: I like uh, it's worn. Okay, no, I I'm a worn-in guy. Look, it's worn-in. I'm a worn-in guy. That's
0: okay. I like a worn-in. So, and he didn't win the Super Bowl. He didn't play in it. He didn't win it. <laughs> but I've but I've been at 25. Uh, it's whatever. Grade. You've been I mean, a, lot. I've been, so a lot. I've been a lot. I've been a lot. I, I have a Lombardi at my it, house. If I won the Walter Pate Man of the Year, I'd have it be the patch right here. Yeah. And it would be big. And you'd be saying it's too big because that's what you say you all like, the time about like the Rich big, eyes and like show gear. Lo- I want you like big logos. Okay. Yep. Well, I want you to see it. Does best not dad ever, space? you need a patch for from best space. dad ever from, from space. Sometimes yes, from, from space. If I want Walter <laughs> Pittman, I want people on Mars to know I want it because right. I'm walking around. But I I, I draw the line of bringing the trophy everywhere. Okay, cool. Because that's large. It's a big By the way, it's a beautiful.
3: Oh, that yeah yeah sculpture. A, cool. It's a sculpture. That's not a, yeah, trophy. Not a trophy. That's no, a sculpture. That's awesome.
0: Can't bring sculptures, but patches I'd have it on everything. Wit doesn't have it because you know. He's more humble than me, I I guess.